Welcome to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph. God bless you guys, man. And listen, last week we were in, in, in the book of Acts. We were in chapter uh, 8. And we see where the sorcerer was, you know, God was using basically uh, Philip. And he went down to the city of Samaria and, Samaria and he preached Christ to them. And multitudes with one accord heaped the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. All the unclean spirits were crying out with a loud voice, and they came out and they and they 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 were they were possessed. And many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in the city because the sorcerer's profession of faith basically he quit playing with those cards, man. The magic cards and all the rotten stuff that comes with the magic. It's demonic. Listen. So, we talked about that. But we talked about how Christ preached was, was preached to the Ethiopian. And how the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, Arise and go towards the south along the road where Gaza was. Remember I showed you where Gaza was. And, and how it relates to the gospel. It's amazing. Listen. You're going to love this chapter, you guys, because the Holy Spirit was given, and the Holy Spirit is still here today. Father God, we come before you and growing in this word, Lord. We pray by your Holy Spirit right now, Father, that you touch the lives of the believers and non-believers on the radio, on radio.com, Father, on iHeartRadio, Pandora, you name it, Lord. We, we pray that you go forward right now, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Growing in His Word podcast. I'm Joseph, Pastor Joseph, and this uh, radio broadcast is brought to you by the Holy Spirit. I got to put that in there. That's my advertisement. <laughs> Listen, today's a special day, man, because today we're going to talk about not only about how Jesus Christ gets a hold of Paul. Paul was a brutal, mean, ugly Judaizing, Jude, he was into Judaism, and he was he knew the halacha. He studied under Rabbi Gamelio, I'm sorry, Gamelio, and he basically Gamelio, and basically he basically was just full of Judaism. And he knew the law, he knew the halacha, the, the law, and he knew how to persecute believers. He thought that it was his job to. Get back at the believers, Christians, for trying to come against Judaism. And he was trying to, def- to defend Judaism. He really, really thought that believers were persecuting Jews in, 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 in Judaism. And they weren't. Listen, they nicknamed believers, the Messianic believers, the way. And so back then, when believers would come, they would say, Oh, here comes the way. Here comes the way. Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. And so, during this Passover, we see the persecution of the Hebrews, and, and we see the, the freedom of the Passover, Pesach. We see the freedom that Jesus Christ, when the angel told the Hebrews to put a, the, the blood on the post, the blood was the Lamb of Jesus. It was a sign, and the Hebrews right now would say, No, Yossi, that's not the sign. No, Yos, but listen, yes it is. Yeshua HaMashiach came. He bore witness to the world, not just to Hebrews, not just to the Jews. Jesus bore witness to the world. 
And here we see Paul the Apostle was a monster. He was mean, nasty, didn't care about anybody. He actually took believers, is what from the book of Josephus. Go ahead, email me. I, I love the emails. I've read the book of Josephus. He was a historian. Jo Josephus was a historian. Listen, and he would, they, they would take the lion, a real lion, stick the believer in a hole, but they would kill an animal and they would wrap the animal's sheep or the goat skin around the believer and throw him in a lion's pit. And the lion would eat the believer. This is what they got off on, man. It's like, wow, are you serious? This is what they thought. But they thought that it was because you're, you're picking on Judaism and they weren't. Well, now, 2,000 years later, the Hebrews know that it's not about picking on the Hebrews. Believers love the Hebrews. Gentiles love the, the Hebrews. Israel is special. Israel is a Jewish nation with a special plan and God has His hand on Israel. It's Israel, Baruch Hashem, Yeshua HaMashiach. He has His plan on Israel. It's a Jewish state for Jewish people and it's for all people who want to come visit. But it's beautiful. But here's the beauty of, of this chapter. Paul the Apostle was a member of the Sanhedrin. He was a nasty, mean person. He had a void in his heart. Like, uh, in his heart. Like the sorcerer. Like the... the the last chapter we were in, when Philip was down there witnessing with the sorcerer and their magic, woo, and the Holy Spirit came upon them. You see, you can't fool the Holy Spirit. Believers, why don't you please listen to me? The Holy Spirit is here now. Listen, some people don't believe this. They, 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 they run around with their head cut off like a chicken, you know. They don't get it. They keep making the same mistake over and over and over and over. Listen. The Holy Spirit will never leave you. The Holy Spirit is the Lamb of God. Lamb in, in, in Greek is, is amnos. Okay? This is, this is the, how the writer identified with Jesus as being the Lamb of God. They were drawn upon many images. And basically, they've come up with amnos, amnos. It's beautiful. Listen, but but here's what happens. Okay, the title Lamb of God would be associated in the minds of the Jews with the Passover Lamb in Exodus chapter 12. And we just so happen to be in Exodus chapter 12. I'm excited, man. The Lamb led to the slaughter in Isaiah's prophecy in chapter 53 was... It ends. It ended. Listen, I mean, it not ended, but it's the lamb. It was used for the daily sacrificing of the sins. They used it in, in Leviticus chapter fourteen and Numbers chapter six. It, but, but it to pick. It's Jesus as the lamb. <laughs> you see, it's, I'm excited about this because Jesus is the lamb. It's a light for anyone who wants Jesus. Paul did not know that. And Paul was upset because he did not put the two together, so he was confused. And who causes confusion? Satan does. Listen, believers, ready? Strap your seatbelt on. Here it goes. This is the time and the season where, this, where Satan wants to lie to you. Listen, through persecution, through fear, 
through all everything. We belong to Jesus. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you have Jesus. Listen, Passover is here. Just like when Passover happened, when, Je- in G- when Jesus was, was, was talking to uh, Peter, and he denied him three times, and Judas, the Passover is here. Pesach, Jesus said, one of you will dip my bread in the hummus. And this is the hummus. And he dipped it. And basically he denied Jesus. Listen. We don't want to do that. We don't want to deny Jesus. Because he'll deny you in front of his father. God is real. But this chapter is even more real. And Paul was denying Jesus. He was a Judaism. Judaism's good. It's a, it, it, but it was, it was a, it was a, uh, a what do you call this? A ruler. To, to, it was a pointing stick to Christ. The law was a pointer stick to the grace of Jesus Christ. Isn't this amazing? God, I'm, I'm just so blessed. Listen, we don't want to be Judas, man. Paul was a Judas. But then he said, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be a Judas. Listen, you know what's cool, interesting, is Paul... Did not Paul spiritually dipped his hand in the bread of hummus, but so did so did Judas. Judas didn't make it out, but Paul did, and that's what we want to talk about. Listen, Acts chapter nine, the the, the Damascus road. Saul was converted in chapter nine. It says then Saul still breathing threats. Remember, he was threatening everyone. And he had a letter from the rabbi. He had this big old sign letter from the rabbi saying he can go any house, anywhere, drag him out, put him in prison. Boy, was he excited to do that. But you know what happened? Listen, God ended up locking him up. You see? Yeah, Paul was locked up. We're going to see that in the next chapters coming up. It's amazing because people make mistakes, but Paul didn't. Paul was persecuted, and God takes care of the persecuted. Listen, he does. Remember this. You mess with God's children, and God will, God will mess with you. And here we're going to find out right now. Are you ready? This is amazing. Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked, asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found anyone who were of the way, <laughs> you see, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then, they, then he fell to the ground, and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, in Hebrew, Shaul, Shaul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Here is where the rubber meets the tire. Are you ready for this? Are you guys ready? You ever been so nasty in life? You ever been so nasty in life, uh, whether you're on drugs, alcohol, pornography, whatever it may be, you ever been so depressed, so isolated, so upset, so angry, you're so mad right now because you're making the same insane mistake over and over and over, and nobody cares about you, you feel, and you feel like nobody trusts you, nobody wants you. Well, listen, Jesus does, but Paul Paul is going to be put to the test right now. Are you ready? Now, God is calling him out. Here it is. He's calling him out on his behavior. On his rotten behavior. 
God is calling him out on his rotten behavior. We have behavior patterns as humans. And we forget that God is watching us. You know, I wake up every morning and I say, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for this life. Thank you for what you've given me today. And use me, Lord, for the next person that needs your grace, mercy, and will. So that I, Lord, you can use me in my life to repair that person's life if it be your will. And I've done this for years. I go town to town, like Paul the Apostle, and I preach God's word. This is what it's about. I evangelize for Jesus. But listen, this is crazy because God tells Paul, he says, in verse 5, he says, and he said, who are you? And, and he says, then the Lord said, I am Jesus. Wow. Whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Ooh, wow. Dude, can you imagine? Listen to this. Listen to this. He journeyed and he came near Damascus. And suddenly a light shone, shone around him. Bro, the sun just went boom and blinded him. He's blind. Spotlight. Two in the morning. Even though it's not two in the morning. But imagine that. I mean, it's in your face, the light. I mean, it's so deep. It's so big. God's, God's love is so... Remember Exodus chapter 33, Moses wanted to see God. And God said, no, you can't see my, my glory. I won't share it with any man. And he hit him on a cliff. And, he, and as he passed by, the shadow... He saw the shadow. And Moses seen the shadow, man. Check it out, man. It's Exodus 33. And he sees the shadow... And passing by, God hid his face because he'd burn up. He said, my, I'm so bright, my holiness. Wow. And he gets so high on this holiness, dude. He walks down the mountain, man. And he's like, whoa. And people are like, wow, bro. You're like glazing like a star. And he was like, I just seen God, man. No, you didn't, dude. You're lying, bro. You just seen a little bit of God. You saw like a shadow. Don't get uh, prideful, bro. <laughs> And it was amazing, bro. <laughs> you got to check it out. But listen, Paul the Apostle is on fire, man. And he loves Jesus. He's going to love Jesus. Right here he's not, but he's going to get converted. And so basically, here's what happens, man. I'm so excited, you guys. I'm sorry. I got to slow down, man. I'm, I think I'm waking up people up here. And you guys, you guys up, man? Church up? Okay, good. <laughs> Everyone's up. So the light, man, it was brighter than the sun and it continued to shine around Saul. Man, listen, the light was so intense and penetrating that Saul fell to the ground. And that everybody else that was with him, they just collapsed. And he basically, he's persecuting the church, the body of Christ. And so he talks about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. But, but basically, you know, He starts kicking against the goads, man. <laughs> what does this mean, kicking against the goads? It's pointless. He had to learn the hard way. He didn't want to learn the gospel. He didn't want to learn what Jesus Christ was about. Some people, they listen, they crab Christ, they receive him, and they blow it again over and over and over and over and over, and they're back in their prison cell, they're back in their room, they're back in their hospital bed. They're back in wherever God's put them back in to say, look, are you done? Are you finished? 
Are you finished? I'm going to bail you out again because I love you. But I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. Listen, you're blinded now. You see, this is the, this is the trick that we allow God to blind us so that we can see our sins. Once this happens, God can work in us. Listen, watch. It's amazing. Watch. You've blown it so many times. You, you're, you're, you, 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 you've been arrested so many times like, like Paul. Or you've, done, or you've done this or you've done that. Listen, God says, I'm going to restore that. I'm going to make you new. Watch. Watch this. It's amazing. So he says in verse 6, so he's trembling, right? And astonished and said, Lord, what do you want me to do, man? You know, he's like, <laughs> and then the Lord said to him, arise and go to this city and you will be told what you must do. Now God's planting a seed. He blinded him. Now he's planting a seed. He's got a plan for him. Don't hang up on God and don't hang up on the ones that love you, especially your pastor. Don't hang up on your friends, your brothers. Don't be a lone, a lone wolf or a lone soldier or a lone this or a lone that or a lone sheep or a lone goat. Be out there about Jesus Christ's business and say, look, I want to be about you, Jesus. Gather with other believers. Even though I don't see my wife much because I travel, she's got a Bible study online with her friends. They, 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 they zoom it. But you got to do it. Listen. So he's trembling and he's astonished and he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And then men, verse 7, and then men, chapter 9, verse 7, and the men who journeyed with him stood speechless. Okay? Here comes Mr. Barney Killer. Uh, hi, Judaize, Judaizing, you know, studied under Gamaliel, the big time Rabbi, he has the answers, yeah. The letters to arrest. He's got the fellow big bony big guys behind him. And what's it? What are they doing, man? They're just staring, they're blind. They can't think all they can do is see their sin. Watch this. It's amazing. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing nobody. Oh, now they think they're schizophrenia. They think they're mental. They think they're seeing or hearing things. Listen. Then Saul, verse 8, arose from the ground. And with his eyes were open, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight and neither ate or drank. Listen to this. What he did was God blinded him. Okay? God blinded him because he allowed this to happen. So God can talk to him, speak to him. God will, God will, and He will allow us to be crippled to the point where He gets our attention because He loves us. He loves us so much, and we think we're doing the right thing. And he's so merciful. He will wait. He will throw you the rope. He will throw you the rope. He will throw you the rope. The helicopter will come for you every time a hurricane comes. But when you sit there and say, I don't want it no more, that's when He says, hey, you don't want me. God is always merciful and forgiving. L- remember this, church, believers, podcast listeners. This, this, this podcast was, was brought to you by the Holy Spirit, but also brought to you by the Word of God because the Word of God never returns void. And we as believers are praying for people like you on the, on the internet and on this podcast so that you can understand that whatever you've done in this life, God has blinded you sometimes to show you something. Because he wants to grow you something. 
Imagine that you're a seed and God is a planter. You've been blinded by God on certain technicalities because you haven't been obedient. Listen, this is what Paul is being faced with now because God has a gnarly, radical plan for Paul. He blinds him. Now when he blinds him, he's going to show him how much he loves him. And he's going to speak to him when he's alone for three days. Listen, remember three days, Jesus Christ, he died on the cross. and three days, he was risen. Listen, remember they asked Jesus for a sign. And Jesus said, no sign shall be given except for Jonah in the belly of the whale. Three days and three nights. Three, three, three. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> three, three, three. <laughs> Don't you love that number? I, had a, I used to have a friend named Tom. <laughs> He'd always say, 333. Three, three. <laughs> Listen, he's blind. But God's going to open his eyes. Listen. Verse 7 says, And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Verse 8 says, And Saul rose from, from the ground, and when his eyes were open, he saw no one, but they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. He was blind they're, they're, they're like a little baby now they're walking them they're walking mr barney uh bad boy to damascus blind i thought he was leading god took the most evilest man a murderer and he blinded him because he loves him and you may think you know what man i, I how can i how can how can that be it's because he loves us if you're a sinner right now, like we all are, but if you are sinning, God wants to lead you out of your blindness and he's speaking to you. But you can't shut down. You can't be alone. You got to serve. You got to serve the church and be involved in every aspect of God's will. Otherwise, you'll keep repeating that same mistake and it's like kicking against the goats. Listen. Verse 9 says, And he was... Three days without sight and neither ate nor drank. Can you imagine that? He was he was tripping. He was sad. You know he was depressed, thinking I'm never going to see again. But listen to this. And verse 10 says, now, now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias. Now listen to this because here comes the plan that God's sowing in Paul's life. And he said, here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, he's giving him a dream now. Now, now Ananias having a dream, listen to this, while Paul's being led to, while he's getting taken to Damascus. Here comes his mentor. Here comes, there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in the vision to Ananias. And he said, here I am, Lord. Verse 11 says, so the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight. This is a street called Straight, man. <laughs> you got to get straight. Isn't this Radical. Paul is getting changed. Saul's getting changed into Paul. And he's getting led. Uh, and he's going to be... And then God's giving another dream to somebody else to plug in Paul. Uh, and the street's called Get Straight. I mean, come on, man. We got to get straight. <laughs> this is amazing, man. God, you're so amazing. Listen to this. Verse 11 says, So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire the house of Judah. Judas. Not Judas, but you know, Judas. For one called Saul of Tarsus... For behold, he is praying. See, God's hearing his prayer now while he's depressed and blind. Because now God's strengthening him. Now God's in his head. God's using him. His God is telling him, you persecuted my believers. And now you've persecuted me. Okay? 
<clears throat> and so, here we have the radical part where God now is hearing his prayers. So God hears your prayers. Listen, God hears your prayers. When God takes away things from you, he hears your prayers. But he doesn't make deals. He hears your prayers. He wants to see if you're obedient. And the more you're obedient, the more he gives you. The more You see, people are... They always ask themselves, how come I don't have so much? It's because God gives people little bits. Because he can't give them large amounts or they'll blow it. He has to build them up into a large, large, large... You see these rich people and people get mad. Oh, they're rich. Now, I know a lot of rich people. They love Jesus. Then they really do. They put me on planes. Fly me around for free. For Jesus. And it's all on Jesus. It's what you do with Jesus is, is how you live your life. You make your own choices. Listen, God's now stirring up another man's heart to plug in Paul. And he's going to disciple Paul. And Paul's going to be blessed and start spreading the gospel and end up writing one-third to half of the Bible. Are you kidding me? A Roman soldier, he was born, yeah, he was born in Rome. In fact, when they wanted to arrest him, he was telling them, dude, take these shackles off of me. You can't arrest a Roman soldier. I was born in Rome, even though I'm a Hebrew. We're going to see all that. But listen to this. Okay? So verse 10 talks about how a certain man, a disciple at Damascus, he was a disciple. He's going to disciple Paul, man. And he, and, he, and he had, and he said, and the Lord said in the vision to Ananias, he said, here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying in the vision he had seen a man named Ananias coming and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. Listen to this. So now he's going to go over there, right? And. Heal him. He's going to see. Listen, verse 13 says, Then Ananias answered the Lord, I have heard from many about this man. Now he's scared. He can't believe. God, oh my God, are you serious? You're going to make me go to see Saul? This dude is going to kill me, man. I'm a believer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is the killer. Lord, are you really, <clears throat> you know, telling me I got to go see Saul? I've heard of this guy. Think about this. You gotta ask yourself. You're a believer, right? <laughs> oh, come on. And you have a like a vision dream, and God's telling you, go see the enemy. They want me. They want me. Are you kidding me? You're thinking, I'll pray for him, Lord, but I can't. Dude, Saul was vicious. He was a murderer. Everybody was scared of him. The, be the believers were scared of him. And now God's stirring his heart up to go see him. I'd be shaking in my boots. But God will do that. That just proves that God loves even murderers who have changed their lives. And that's why I don't like it when people judge others. Because God can forgive your sins and bury them, the Bible says. And he takes your sins and he, and he buries them in the bottom of the abyss. Listen to this. Listen. Imagine you're on a ship and you drop an anchor and it goes 3,000 feet to the bottom of the ocean. Well, God takes that anchor of sins and he cuts it 
where you cannot dig up that anchor of sin anymore. And then, the beauty of it is, is he leaves it. And then he buries it. So nobody can find it. But Satan wants to find it. He always finds your sins. So he can bring it up and rob your future, throw it in your face, and condemn you. But the Bible says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Paul is going to get built up, man. Paul is going to get built up. You're going to get built up. Keep listening to this podcast. You're going to get built up. Verse by verse as we go. The Lord's using this man, this disciple now. He's going to plug him in, man. And God's saying, listen, I'm going to plug you in, man. I got many plans for you. You're going to see it. God's going to show you. God's going to teach you. He's going to grow you. But during this Passover, man, we need to understand that persecution is, it happened. And we, we know God is in control. And we know he loves you. We know the persecutors. But Jesus will fix them because he loves them. And you're thinking, are you kidding me? If you feel persecuted right now, don't worry about it. You don't, you don't got to worry. Listen, you don't got to be scared. If there's a Paul in your life, you, you don't got to be scared. Listen, Paul was a beautiful man. And Jesus is even more beautiful. And listen, we're going to see this, man, next week as we close in prayer. We're going to see this. We're going to leave, okay, on, on verse... 11 okay and we're going to talk about what happens to Paul now and how he grows and how his trials relate to our lives and how we as believers can forget the past and move on to the future in Christ because Christ loves you listen to me Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting life he don't care who you are or what you are he don't care where you've been or what sin you've committed he don't care if you're an atheist. He don't care if you're, he loves you. Listen, Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting life. He loves you. Do you understand that? He loves you more than you love yourself. He created you for a reason, for a season. Don't give in to sin. Don't, don't, don't blow it no more. Listen, and even if you do, you have a, 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 a you have Jesus to forgive you, but don't use Jesus. This isn't the, uh, you know, confession booth, man. Say 25 Hail Marys and you're done. This is about Jesus, the Holy Spirit in us, moving in us. Let the Holy Spirit move in you. Please let the Holy Spirit move in you. Let the Holy Spirit move in you. Happy Passover to my blessed, beloved Hebrews. Happy Pesach. Baruch Hashem to Israel. God bless you guys and thank you for growing in His Word. Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for the believers non-believers we pray right now for the believers sitting right now whether they're isolated in jail whether they're on the desert stranded on an island wherever you're hearing this message in your car keep your eyes on the road lord we pray that they receive you in spirit and in truth and that we become like paul on fire ready to spread your gospel to the ends of the earth because that's what we're called to do in jesus name amen god bless you guys Thank you for logging on and growing in His Word. Remember, growing in His Word was brought to you by the Holy Spirit and was sponsored by God. And Jesus loves you. And He doesn't want your donations on this program. It's a free program. Just log on and click Growing in His Word. 
www.thebigbigbig.com and there you will find our website. God loves you, man, and so do I.